Welcome to Many Talks Podcast, talking all business, entrepreneurship, property development, finance and investments. Hi guys, welcome to Many Talks Episode 2. I'd like to welcome one of my guests that I've got here today, Mark Wright, BBC Apprentice winner, Forbes 30, successful entrepreneur, active property investor and founder of Climb Online, UK's hottest digital marketing agency in the city right now. What an introduction, Reese. Welcome, Thank you. Mark. Welcome. And now here I'm your first ever guest. First ever guest. On Many Talks. Um, on Many Talks, talking entrepreneurship, your journey, and hopefully people that will be listening today will take a good understanding of where you've come from and how hard it is to get to where you are today. Well, I I hope they can learn something, and thank you very much for having me on. I hope I can provide some insight and uh, make it a hard act to follow for your next guest. (laughs) Yeah, no no pressure to to who we've got lined up next. Well, Mark, while we've got you, what, what I'd like to ask really is before... You, you know the the introduction there you was you're known for the the BBC apprentice winner mm-hmm. what was your journey like before the the apprentice uh, you know, a lot of a, a lot of people that listen to to my podcast would like to know that really well um I guess I was an I, I want to say I'm still a normal person now but I was just your everyday run-of-the-mill young guy I grew up in Australia as you can probably tell from my accent um, I, I failed every subject at school I was I'm dyslexic I can't read and write very well uh, and school was a very challenging period for me I think I left school uh, in Australia thinking I wasn't going to amount to much in my life um, I left with no grades I knew I wanted to be a businessman and I knew I wanted to be in business yeah. but it's a bit hard when you leave school with no grades so I love sport I, I loved all of that stuff so I became a personal trainer because okay. it felt natural to me to be in the gym and to be uh, around something that I enjoyed I think in life no matter what you do you've got to be having a good time I think life's such a short experience that if you're doing something you hate there's no point um, no, so once I started doing something I was really passionate about I found I found I was good at something mm. and and at school I was never good at anything and I think that was the first time it really clicked that I could make something in business if I was doing something I enjoyed so I kind of took my personal training business to a point where uh, it was running pretty well and I'm, I started training one of the richest men in Australia he run a company called Energex which is Australia's version of British Gas okay. uh, and I said to him I want to be rich I want to be really successful how do I do this and he said son don't be a personal trainer he said <laughs> uh, he's like he's like you need to um, go where the money is and the money's in sales and the money's in digital and, and and this is where you need to go so I went to the college where I did my personal training certificate uh, and I started um, selling those but the sales were terrible as two thousand dollars a month um, because we didn't have a website so okay. I asked the owner of the company if I could build the company a website and get it on the top of Google because that's where everyone looks before they buy anything Uh, and he said yeah go ahead I taught myself how to build a website taught myself how to get it to the top of Google the company went from $2,000 a month in sales to $240,000 a month. And just, just a quick question, just how, how did you teach yourself these things? At, at well, such a, young a very age? good question, brilliant question. Um, it, I was all self-taught 
and this is the best thing about the environment we're in right now youtube is just ridiculous you can type anything in there there is videos for days there's things like this podcasts there's blogs online of people that have done something from start to finish and all i did is i had an ipad and a laptop and on the ipad i had a video playing of what to do and i was doing it on the laptop just really slowly until i could do it without watching the video that's the same thing so i've just started investing in cryptocurrency i don't have a monkeys about what i'm doing i've got an ipad there watching like a vlog on how to do it and i'm doing it here and now i don't need that anymore Mm. it's the same way i've learned everything is just watching someone else who's good at it i ingest it and then i do it myself but that's how i learned so very very good tip there for for listeners is that you know you can learn you can learn your own way yeah and i think all successful people um are motivated to self-teach yep. they find the answers i don't ever ask anyone else how to do something i just find out myself from other experts okay. and that's the best way Good. Um, so yeah, the, the company went went successful and then I went traveling. Uh, but that's just a bit about my background. I think my mum and dad, we, I've never been to university. My parents have never been to university. Uh, I don't come from an educated family. So, so from a normal background, you would say? Very, my mum's a hairdresser, my dad's a mechanic. <laughs> and when I was at the dinner table, when I was a young kid, they weren't talking about school. They weren't talking about education. They were talking about, oh, this guy didn't turn up for work today. And oh, how am I gonna pay the rent in the shop this week? So I was around SME type talk my whole life and I think that you're a product of your environment so if you're a kid and you're hearing all about lectures and stuff like this you become an educated person if you're talking about business uh, whatever whatever that you become a business person that's why I'd really disagree with these shows like Love Island and all of this stuff letting kids watch that rubbish when they're really young what sort of person are they going to grow up to be if they think you've got to have a six pack you've got to wear your hat backwards you've got to have a fake tan those we're going to have a generation of losers but that's another topic for another day Um, (laughs) but anyway that's my background and um, is, is, is there anything from from your background that you would change if you could from where you come from from what you experienced or would you say from all of all of them things that you just mentioned um has got you to where you are has, has instilled something in you that that has got you to where you are it's give you that that get up and go so to speak yeah i i that's a tough question i have been incredibly blessed and a lot of people would swap places with me if they could i came from a my parents are still together yep. uh thank god everyone's healthy i wouldn't change a thing um we had no money when i was growing up but that's that's given me the drive to go out and earn the money that i have done and uh, have the success in business that i have but i couldn't have been more lucky so i wouldn't change anything and as you rightly say all of those experiences that happen to you shape the person that you become yep. so you couldn't you couldn't change it okay well that, that, that's good to know and and obviously leading on onto that your journey progressed you, you moved to the UK yeah um, you, you come over here traveling came over here traveling um, and uh, was living in a, uh, a backpackers um, uh, traveling around the UK uh, Europe it was and I ran out of money okay. uh, had 173 pounds when I got to England um, which isn't a lot of money and I was living in a hostel in definitely Victoria. not in London no no <laughs> definitely not uh, it's like one month on the tube um, so I was living in a in a uh, hostel called the White Ferry House in Victoria okay and this is you know I sound old now but I got here when this is before like Wi-Fi and stuff so mm. I had to go to an internet cafe and type up a CV uh, and print the CV out in the internet cafe and walk along the high street and 
put my CV in places to get jobs. Um, and I did that for a week and I got a job uh, as a cold caller selling uh, pay-per-click advertising on so, Google. So just, just going back to for, for the listeners and, and, and the people that are listening, you know, it's about that get up and go, isn't it? It's yeah. about to want to become something in in this world you you need you need the drive yeah where, where do you get that drive from do you think it's installed stalled in you from a young age uh, or do you think you can you can get that from things that happen to you throughout your life it de- it depends what you want out of life um i i, I think it's fair to say a lot of people would have been over here backpacking and and gone home instead yeah, of putting I mean, their cv out there must have been something in you i know that you you said that you you wanted to make money and you was always hungry for that yeah. but there must have been something that happened to you that, that that give you that bit of energy that bit of drive to make you want to give your cvs out in london yeah instead well, of taking the easy option i and always going home. i always think about this one moment in my life so uh, my mum couldn't afford to um send me to like a private school in Australia where you got to pay but I really wanted to go to this specific school uh, and she couldn't afford it um, so she worked a second job at McDonald's as a cleaner at okay. night um, and she I went in there one day and my mum was like a cleaner at McDonald's and I was like this is ridiculous like I'm gonna get so rich that my mum doesn't need to be a cleaner at McDonald's um, and it's stuff like that which start to I think uh, build the person that, yeah because you know if, if you're coming home from school and your mom is just like this rich lady with all of the bags and all of the stuff i don't think if you do, if you'd never know want that's hard to create that drive and yep. that's why you see like third generational wealth get lost you know rich kids um, sons and daughters losing the money because if you haven't learned how to earn money you can't hold money Correct. that's why people that win the lottery lose it, lose it yeah. because they haven't been We've on seen the journey that. exactly, We've seen that a few times exactly. The- if you took away all my money now okay right now i'd be back to where i was in 18 months yeah because I know how to get here. I know the I know the path. You've been it and you've exactly, done it. and that's the important the important bit. But to answer your question, I'm, most people are lazy. Okay, yep. most people have no goals. Most people don't want to achieve um, anything specific, and they uh, and even the people with goals, they're too small. Yeah, they're, talk, they're, talking about goals, it, it can move us on to, to to the next topic. I mean, we've got a lot of entrepreneurs listening, people that are on that journey. What, what would be your number one tip for somebody embarking on, on their journey, just starting off, or somebody that's on their journey but can't get to the next step? Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really is challenging it question. Is it goals, it is goals. it's yeah. having goals, it's, uh, it's getting started. People do not pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, the, most of the people that I've mentored or worked with or, or given advice to, they've read every book. They've listened to every podcast. Yep. They know every Tony Robbins CD inside and <laughs> yeah. out, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're working at um, Enterprise Rental Car. Yeah. And, they're, yeah. and they're like, they can quote everything. And it, it drives me mad. I was like, okay, what do you enjoy doing? Go into a, something that you enjoy. Take a risk and do it, particularly when you're young. You don't have a mortgage. You don't have mm. a family. You, you know, you've just had a beautiful girl. Once you yeah. start having children and these dependents i understand there's more risk but when you're young you've just got to pull the trigger do do something you enjoy and work hard yep. if you do that your chance of success like 95 percent mm. but you've got to do them things that are not nice in the environment oh, that you enjoy exactly exactly you've got to do the hard work no just because you enjoy a it. book about success and then sitting there and go, oh, I feel so motivated. Yeah. Anyway, back to my job. That's <laughs> yeah, never yeah. going to work. You've just got to get on and do it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And and from a business sense, what what scares you the most in in what you've what you've experienced and, and in business overall? What scares me the most is how easy I could lose what I've got. 
Okay. Okay. The things that keep me awake now are really different to what keep kept me awake three years ago. I used to lay in bed when I started thinking, I hope I can survive. Yeah. Now I lay in bed thinking one wrong decision and the empire crumbles. Yeah. It is like Game of Thrones now because when you're at the top yep. and I'm only getting to the top of my game. Yep. But there's everyone's waiting for me to be not at the top of my game. Everyone wants. I'm the colonel with the secret recipe right yep, now. Yep, Everyone yep. wants to know the herbs and spices. So I've got to keep my guard all the time. And I used to work 15, 16, 17 hours a day. I still have to work at that level mm. because some other guy, this kid running the podcast, he's grinding right now. He wants my customers. He, They want to be at that level. You want to be at that level. Everyone's pushing to that level. So mm. as soon as I go out drinking all night, partying, whatever it might be, someone takes my spot. So the worry now is losing what I've got mm. and staying at the top of my uh, game. Okay. And, and and just going back to what you said there, you, your biggest motivation is that the fear of loss. Would you say is that your biggest motivation, the fear of the empire falling down, as you put it? Or? That's the thing I'm most scared of. Okay. Is is because I employ a lot of people now. Yeah, I employ a lot of people, and when to be you, precise, when you say a lot of people, over forty two now. 40 Congratulations. Uh, yeah. So um, I got forty two employees today, full time yep. on the payroll. Yep. Now, when I started out in my bedroom with my MacBook, if mm. it all went tits up um just affected me i could go off and get a job if it goes wrong tomorrow 42 people with children with mortgages with school fees they've got to go and find another job and i that that weighs on me a lot more than i thought it would because everyone talks about an entrepreneur as these rogue figures that go around just making it up as they go along when you start having responsibilities of other people's lives you'd be an idiot not to take that seriously Mm. okay just a couple of other questions. I mean, we we run, um, we 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 let our we let our listeners know, and and through social media, we we've got some questions that have come in. So some okay, people cool. that have have actually approached us, and and they knew you was coming on, and they wanted to ask you some some questions. So how how do you recruit? And retain talented staff in your business is what somebody asked. I saw this. It was someone as a business this. owner, I yeah. know that's a tough one. <laughs> this is the hardest question, and I don't think anyone's got the silver bullet to this no. this question. And this is where I failed uh, a lot early on because I was a cheap, cheap man. I wanted to save money okay. by hiring cheap staff. My mum always told me if you hire monkeys, you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. And it's so true. I cut costs by getting low budget staff and they delivered low budget output. And it's not good for your reputation. Mm. It's not good for retaining customers. uh, And it's not good for referral, getting more new business. I've changed that policy around and gone to the other end. I only get the best people now. Yeah. And they produce the best work and I get referrals and I get big customers and I make more money from those customers because they're bigger customers. Uh, So the answer is the following. Don't be cheap, right? Don't employ five people when two good ones will do. First of all, employ the right people, employ the right amount of people, pay them properly. Good tips. And continue to train them. So I've developed my own academy called the Climb Academy. I put everyone through my own training so program. your whole your whole team goes through my that whole team well. go the general public can go through they yeah, can yeah. pay to go through my academy my employees go through my own academy and if there is people that's interested in in that it's just <laughs> yes go climb. to climb hyphen online and click yeah. on the academy on the top right hand side there you go <laughs> go into my academy lots of videos by me yeah. teaching you how to do digital uh, if you're not sick of my voice already um, <laughs> and so and I think that 
training people. I train everyone as if I was training them to go off and run their own business. And if they do, fantastic. If they don't stay with me, I've got a really good person. But um, staff is the most, it's more challenging than the customers, definitely. Just looking at these questions here, Mark, it must be um, something that well, we, we both know as, as running companies and um, it, might, it must be a problem with recruiting because there's another question. Oh, yeah. what, what are the most important things that you look for when recruiting staff? You've sort of gone over that mm. um, and it, it's another question. Could you elaborate on that or well, do you think you've answered that I already? I never hire anyone with a specific... I've never read a CV, ever. Okay. I've never read a CV and I've owned a business now for like nine years. I've never yep. read a CV um, because they're a load of bollocks. You don't know what is written in them. You could write anything in a CV, and yeah. I'm not going to know what's in there. It's not been verified. It's not been verified, and I'm not going to sit there and verify your CV. i got, like, lots going on. Yeah. So I give everyone a chance. If I like you, if I sit down and I can tell you're hungry, hunger is the most important thing. Yeah. I can teach you anything if you're willing to learn, and that's all I ask. And usually the worst people are the older people. They come preset. Um, they've got really bad habits. They don't want to work hard anymore. Uh, and I'm, so I'm not saying this for all old people. This is I'm just making a an observation yep. where the, 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 the sweet spot I found is that kind of mid-20s person that's now hungry. They've got bills. They've got obligations, uh, and they're really ready to learn, and they're hungry. They're at the door at 8 o'clock in the morning. They're still there at eight o'clock at night um, and they're just like taking on board everything you want so yeah. my answer to that is 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 look for a person that is willing to learn and is hungry for success and that's not everyone um, but it's more people than you think yeah it's just it's just identifying them I suppose yeah well it's us and and look for every five people I hire three are wrong Okay, yeah. and I ask me, right? Uh, and I'm sure it's the same for Lord Sugar. I'm sure it's the same for Richard Branson. Um, not everyone that works at Virgin stays there. Not everyone that's worked at Amstrad stayed there. Uh, not everyone that's worked for me has stayed with me. Mm. And no one listening to this, not all your staff are going to stay with you. No, that's right. But that's if right. ever five, you have two good ones, that you're going really you well. well. I said today to my recruitment team, if I hire 10 and there's one good one, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, because business is a long process and you can't think of it as I need all the right staff tomorrow. Okay. Some good, some good advice, some good tips there. Um, last question um, that come through on, on social. What, what is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned in business up till today? Ha, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I got two. The biggest lesson is uh, it's about turning up. Uh, I have had some terrible things happen, like really bad stuff. Um, <laughs> I've been sued. I've sued. I've um, had website hacks. I've had uh, serious incidents with employees. We've had like sickness, illness, deaths, um, stuff that you'd never imagine. This thing in the movies happens in yeah. business, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think people just give up ultimately. You see all these businesses that, that go go bankrupt and it's because of the, the director or the owners just give up. Mm. You know, Reese, how it's like being the owner of a company. It is stressful. Yeah. And it is as stressful today, four years in, as it was on day one, right? It's the same stress. The stress has changed. What What's making me stressed has changed, but the it's level of stress there. is the same, right? Um, and I think people just get sick of that. So I think this, to be successful, 
you need to be able to turn up every mm. day like you did on the first day. And that's yeah. why it's so important to do something that you enjoy because <laughs> once you don't do that, you're just turning up for a paycheck. And once you've got a Range Rover and once you've got a big house and, you know, the the, the, the good-looking boyfriend or girlfriend, you're going to run out of stuff you want and yeah. now you realize you hate what you're doing, so you just give up. Yeah. And that's what generally happens. Um, and you'll realize pretty quickly that it wasn't the, the big house and stuff that makes you happy anyway. So you need something that you're enjoying building and you need to turn up every day like it's your first day and the key to all of this and this is why I know hardly any people make it and this is why I tell everyone how I do everything because anyone can watch a Bruce Lee movie doesn't mean you're good at kung fu right <laughs> so I tell people how I do everything yeah, doesn't mean they but you're never going to outwork me that's right you're never going to work as many hours as I do because you can't keep up so that's what I uh, say to people. You've got to do something you enjoy, stay in the game, and work so hard. And that's the bit. You can read every book, watch every film, listen to every podcast. If you're not going to go and do a 12-hour day and take action, and forget to take a piss, you're never, ever going to make it. You're never going to compete with me. There's days where I forget to eat. There, mm-hmm. Honestly, I've had days where I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't eat today. But not because I'm like making myself do that i'm i'm so engaged mm. in what i'm doing i'm enjoying doing this i don't yeah. know how long we've even been on this thing for <laughs> right but that's where the level you need to get to that's right and and as you said just, just leading on from from what you said there the stress level stays the same mm. I, I can relate to that um how do you relax how how, how do you do <clears throat> stress what what do you do to to switch off it is a tough this one. is a good question um, and it's i get this question all the time and my answer is gonna I mean, this is the first time i've ever give this answer Right. So you're privileged. This is we're this is a this is because it's we're, the we're truth. This is the it. truth. I think I'm addicted to the stress. Okay. I think I'm addicted to it. If I complain, my my mobile rings like 500 times a day. Right. My, I get thousands of emails. Yeah. And I'm always whinging about it. Oh my God, I'm so busy. I'm so important. I'm so amazing. <laughs> if I got up one day and my phone didn't ring, I'd be like, What What's is going, going on? on? I'd be. I'd kind of miss it. So I am pushing myself all the time busy 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 but i think i am like at my happy place what do i do in that i enjoy i like do what everyone does i go on holidays i i go to the gym i do all of this stuff but i actually think i'm happy being stressed (laughs) and i think that if you talk to most really successful people when i'm sat on like a sunbed in dubai i'm freaking stressed because i'm not doing anything to move myself forward and i'm like oh my god i'm not happy about this like wonder what's going on at work and then whoever i'm with like oh you've got to unwind and all of this stuff i actually think that's nonsense i i think that if you're happy i'm happy working yeah Uh, that's my happy place i agree and if i'm happy doing that um that's how i unwind (laughs) i don't know if that answers your question but that kind of feels like the truth to me that's what people say and 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 i can relate to that you know my my wife would say the same she's she's the one laying next to me in in dubai or on on holiday saying just chill out put your phone down for five minutes yeah I find I'm, I'm chilling out for other people. That's They're right. like, chill out, put your phone in the safe or your laptop. No. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm only doing that to make you uncomfortable because yeah. do you know what's happening? I'm making you feel guilty because <laughs> I'm reminding you that you're a lazy so and I'm motivated. Yeah. So don't let my reminder of you, like, get out of my life. I'm going to be doing, yeah, doing this I'm stuff. Doing <laughs> but I look, with in all seriousness, you know, family and all this stuff is really important and you need to make time for them. Correct. I don't necessarily think it's important to make so much time for yourself if what you're doing is making you happy, mm. but you do need to make time for people like your family because you don't want to be left with any regrets. Yeah. 
emotionally because that will really slow you down. Mm. Some good questions, some good answers. Apart from this podcast that you're on, what's what's the best podcast or, or audio book that, that you listen to? Do you know what? I've had a lot of fun doing this because you, you, it's been very honest. And I think that what's important is honesty with this stuff because I think other people just repeat crap they've heard. Um, so it's important that you're honest. Uh, I've done a couple. Um, I think the London Real stuff is yep. really good because it's local people that are, that are hustling in business. Yep. And it's always good to see local people doing really well. Yep. Um, I, I, I do listen to the stuff that everyone listens to. I do a lot of stuff on YouTube. YouTube's like the place I love. Um, I, I just go on there and type in specific stuff around digital marketing. Yep. Uh, I, you know, I've seen the the guys out there like you know i know grant cardona we we, we only yeah, had lunch yeah, with him the other week he's 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 a good guy he's doing really big things gary v's another one yep. um and these people when you meet them they're cool in real life too and that's yeah, what you know i've met had the privilege to meet a lot of these people that i've seen on youtube growing up and it the true testament is some are assholes in real life and yeah. some are really nice and when they're really nice in real life it kind of it backs it up for you and you have more respect and you keep listening to their podcast but check london real out um and uh, i i think you'll get a lot of value from that mm, okay good i i mean that, that that's really it to to wrap up i mean a couple of tips just to recap from 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 what you've said you know entrepreneurs out there property investors Yep. It, it boils down to determination, would you agree? Hard work yeah. and really learning yourself. Get yeah. yourself out of your comfort zone yeah. and take action. Yeah, that's, th that's what I see and I think you've... Definitely, you I think you've nailed it. I think you've nailed it. I think if everyone, if anyone listen to this, even this one person, I think to be successful in a specific area, you have to be an expert, mm -hmm. right? So once you've considered what area you're going to go into focus on that area get a mentor in that area read the books listen to the podcast speak yourself become a key person of influence in your sector be known for being the best in your area and then just work hard at it i don't understand why that formula is so hard mm. to to do it but i think most people get the knowledge and then don't want to do the work if you do that you'll be really successful yeah i, I agree well look thanks a lot mark it's been great having you on and appreciate your time thanks a lot thanks for having me mate good luck with your podcast thanks a lot speak to you soon so for now, what I want to do is thank you for listening, subscribe, leave a review. Look forward to speaking to you on the next podcast with some exciting guests coming our way.